How's it going? I'm like that old horse, Rich Strike, and I am coming around the back stretch, and I'm putting that whip on my ass, and we are getting to the home stretch of this freaking 70-day club calf tour. <laughs> I have no doubt. <laughs> I'm running to daylight right now. That's awesome. <clears throat> you find the next so great one? Wouldn't want to be the guy that's going to compete with me this coming year. I'll promise you that. <laughs> Matt Lautner coming to you live from the Newton, Iowa Speedway, home of NASCAR and Hillbilly Country events for the last 15 years in East, let's see here, East Central Iowa on Interstate 80. Heading home from day three of MLC Iowa farm visits in the Eastern Iowa market. Not really doing a very good job of being efficient with my time this week because uh i don't know i just i'm just kind of going nice and slow rather than than uh trying to make 47 stops a day i uh have the pleasure here tonight of being being joined by industry professional jessica simpson and that's not the singer that's not the model jessica simpson could be a model if she wanted to be this is Jessica Mbach Simpson, originally from the Florida market. Now she's up in Indiana. Already plans made to move to Texas. Are you in Indiana or Texas tonight, Jessica? I am unfortunately in Indiana tonight. Yes. We'd love our we'd love ourselves some Hoosier hysteria. There's many, many things that a man would like to talk to Jessica Mbach, or excuse me, Jessica Simpson about. But can we start with maybe you singing to see if you're as good as Jessica Simpson, the singer? <laughs> yeah, it's totally not going to happen. <laughs> I'm okay. good at a lot, of, but singing is not one of them. Yes. Yes, I would agree. I mean, I would agree that you're good at a lot of things. Now, I don't know. Maybe I'll have to catch Garth, see if he can catch you singing in the shower tomorrow morning. I've got a few things that I've got in mind for you yet tonight, young lady, but Start off this interview by telling everyone about your blade sharpening entrepreneurial business and uh, how people can go about contacting you and why you're the best damn blade sharpener in the whole world. That's right. Well, I started off probably 10 years ago living in Florida and I used a, a friend's wheel and I kind of just. I liked it. I wasn't in love with it. Um, I was still grooming quite a bit back then, so I didn't have a lot of time to, to give to the sharpening business. And then in 2017, you know, after I moved to Indiana, I decided I lost my blade sharpening guy and I decided I was going to buy a wheel. Well, when I decided to buy a wheel, I said, I'm just going to take it to the county fair and pay it off. It's $1,200 wheel, take it to the county fair, sharpen a couple guys' blades and pay it off. Well, here we are, you know, several years later, and I'm on track to make $50,000 this year. Whoa. So, <laughs> I'm Whoa. pretty excited. Whoa. Yeah. So, after tonight with our massive worldwide audience, but especially in the Canadian and continental United States markets, what are you going to do with all your extra money? Uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe buy my kids something nice. I'm not sure. <laughs> That sounds really nice. So how can people contact you? Do you have a telephone number or an email address or uh, a Facebook? How do, how do people contact you? 
Yeah, I do most of my advertising and most of my business through Facebook. Um, I have a, a business page called Her Blade Sharpening. Um, my phone number is 574-201-1296. And my email, which I don't do a lot of business on, is herbladesharpening at gmail.com. Um, I stay pretty busy. I pretty much do it seven days a week. Obviously, I have kids and a farm and everything in between. So there are days that I don't sharpen blades. But for the most part, I sharpen blades seven days a week. So, so that's her, H-E-R, blade sharpening. That's what you look for on Facebook, right? Yes, sir. That's the one. And you're living in a man's world, but you're making it your world, Jessica. That's right. And honestly, that's that's probably been one of my biggest struggles in the industry is growing up as a groomer and being from Florida and then coming to the Midwest and just trying to be respected as a groomer and then as a blade sharpener and I I feel like I finally kind of made it there. Um, it's been a it's been a struggle. It's been a tough ride, but I get to the point now where I've worked for some of the big dogs, including Mr. MLC. And you I'm, have worked for me, and I'm feeling pretty good about it. Yes. So at the MLC Big Show, my executive producer is rarely proud of me. But on the days that he is proud of me, Mr. Kevin Mears, he says that I'm not a questions that other wussy podcasters wouldn't ask. So I guess this brings me to this question. I mean, it is kind of a guy's business in terms of the show cattle industry. There are professionals such as Michelle Lautner and Jessica Simpson that whip a lot of ass. And I, I could surely list more, but uh, can you just give me a unique story? And we always like to keep things classy on the show, but some sort of unique story in which you just wanted to turn around and slap some pig for his chauvinist ways. Um, I have many in that situation, but I'll take it a different way for you. I have a story that I'll never forget, and it involves MLC. Uh, I went to Louisville to fit for the prospect show cat or prospect show, whatever they call that thing now. And I believe you may have wanted that you had a family that had a damn nice calf. And I pulled up in my mom car and had my shitty old clipper bag and sat down to fit this calf. And the family just looked at me like, all right, what's, what's going on here, Matt? Like, <laughs> what, what's, what's this deal? And by the time I got done, I think we had like, like, I think we had like three calves in the shoot. I think I know where you're going with this, but we were just like, but, yeah. we were way behind, you know, as I said earlier in this podcast, I generally like to wing stuff and, uh, the, the worst part about the Louisville calf show is, is they don't have a set time. So we are just kind of like bebopping and scatting around and just kind of just enjoying the show. And then all of a sudden, oh yeah, the shows didn't start it. We got to go fast. Yep. So, I mean, uh, I believe there was, uh, the Robinson family from Ellen or from Ohio that had a no guts and a King Cobra steer that had been doing some winning. And then that old Easton Shank and Leighton Edgar had had uh, driven 90 miles an hour from western Kansas. And then we sold a steer, a no-guts, to uh, Justin Tibbetts, my buddy. Uh, no-guts from Lou Young. I believe that's the calf that you worked on. 
But anyhow, uh, my point would be, I was just, you came and you always got a good attitude. I, I guess I can appreciate that as, as just like having tons of people helping me, females and males. Whenever you come at me with a positive attitude 100% of the time, uh, I have space at MLC for uh, positive attitudes. So anyways, you're like, well, what do you want me to do? It's like, get that one right. And, and uh, I mean, we were just short on help that day, and I don't think you had anybody helping you. And you just, you, you fit that calf from nose to tail by <laughs> yourself. And by golly, you had it just as good as the one that freaking Leighton and Easton and myself are working on uh, in terms of quality of dress. You had yours pimped out just as good as the old Leighton Attiger that thinks he's something special. <laughs> uh, a feather in your cap. And, uh, yeah, I, I guess I've mentioned on the show before, I, I doubt you've listened to every episode, Jessica, because we put out so darn many. Yeah. But if there's <laughs> one thing that uh, I take a little bit of pride in outside of uh, livestock evaluation, it's talent evaluation. I've had some of the best young fitters in the country work for me and graphic designers. But anyways, uh, I would say Mrs. Jessica Simpson is easily in that top tier of elite uh, groomers. And uh, yeah, past that, I mean, I've got a guy or two that helps me from time to time that come to work with a bad attitude. And I'm not going to mention them by name, but their last name rhymes with Rhymer. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes he's just a, sometimes he's just a grumpy old fella. <laughs> but uh anyways this is all all in good fun and uh darn sure uh look forward to future business with garth and jessica simpson and like, i don't think that we've mentioned the name yet but y'all are the richland farms and uh you got the northern division now and soon to be the southern division down there by abilene texas and uh just i think i'm sure that there's many of folks that know who you are in the north I'm sure that you've made some acquaintances in the South, but tell everybody that just is re ready to get to know you about your Richland Farms operation and then your new location as far as where it's located. I appreciate your compliments, first off. But uh, currently our, our northern division is in Rochester, Indiana. <clears throat> we bought uh, Bill Cody's old place, and we're going to be moving there in the next 30 days, which is in Trent, Texas. Oh, one second. Before you finish your story, did you happen to listen to number 83 today with me and Pat, Matt Popelka? Yep, and he met his wife at my house. <laughs> well, I'm here to tell you. <laughs> I'm here to tell you. I am really comfortable with, uh, I guess the word is, my sexuality. <laughs> but I got to tell you, that Bill Cody, I'm not afraid to tell another man that he is beautiful. And that Bill Cody, if I was a woman and I was looking for that George Strait type, I'd be running after that, that Bill Cody. I, I think he's single, but maybe he's gotten married in the last few years. But that man, that man is one good looking human. So, uh, Bill, I'm not trying to make this weird, Bill, but good on you. Good job, sir. He definitely had some pretty good times at our place that we bought because it was set up to party. <laughs> Cool. There was there's a whole party room on the pool. I mean, 
it was set up. So we're pretty excited. We're in the middle of renovating, um, hoping to move in the next 30 days, waiting for school to get out. Um, yeah, real, real excited about that. We're hoping to bring kind of our Southern stuff down there. We have, I don't know, 10, 12 Southern donors that we're going to try to relocate, get some eyes on them. Unfortunately, we have some really high quality, you know, Southern type cows that just don't get the eyes on them here. So being that close to Tracy Goretzka and Brandon Horn, we're going to try to, you know, get some more feet on the ground. Who is this? Who is this Tracy Goretzka and Brandon Horn that you speak of? <laughs> I've never heard of them. No, oh, never mind. They're the, they're the biggest names in Texas. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I guess, I mean, I hate to put you on the spot, but the MLC Big Show goes where no other podcast would go. And I, I have a couple of things on the table that are going to blow people's mind in terms of shows that we're going to produce that are on subjects that are just a little bit in that sensitive area. We're going to do things that probably have never been done before over the course of the next two and a half weeks before my retirement from podcasting. And uh, I, I just got to ask you one more time without naming names. I just want to call out this this chauvinist society, this cattle business that thinks it's all man. Because my wife, she is a up-and-coming feminist. And she definitely thinks all about girl power. So I need you to give me an example, without names, of a situation that you've been put into that you just had to, wanted to spin around and slap some guy. As long as... I'm not the person that you wanted to spin around and slap. No, honestly, I'll say at your place, I've always been highly respected. And Michelle and I have had that conversation of girl power and girls do it better and everything. But there's honestly been so many situations being in the business and being in clipping rooms, you know, bumping shoulders with men that I have felt that way. I was just saying my mom raised me to, you know, kind of shut your mouth, put your head down, get your work done and just be strong and independent. And you're always there to learn. So that's kind of the position I've always put myself in. And I've learned that, you know, if you don't entertain the dogs and they don't bark, um, I, mm-hmm. I, my, my philosophy is I just don't give them the opportunity. You know, I'm there and I make, I, I demand the respect. Um, there has been several situations. Like I said, for instance, I was at Houston at a backdrop and everybody knew I was married. You know, it wasn't a secret. And there was a, another fitter that grabbed my hand and put it on his crotch for the backdrop picture and said, your husband's going to like that. Oh, so, my goodness. That one. I think girls like you and Michelle, if ever put into that situation, would squick, would kick them square in the ball sack so they went crying home to mommy. You're right. <laughs> but that guy was married, too. And honestly, I, I really wanted to make a scene about it. But. I knew at the same time, like I'm trying to make a name for myself and just trying to continue to grow my business. And I let him be a dog and didn't entertain it. And it was dropped from there. But yeah, it, I mean, it's definitely happened and it does, but luckily I'm, I get to be picky now on who I work for and I kind of know a little bit of everybody's reputation. So if I know, Mm -hmm. I know one's going to be a dog, then I don't bark. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I would say, uh, yeah, that's that's an uncomfortable topic to talk about, and we generally like to keep it loose here. But uh, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, 
I would say I, I'm thinking of a few people that uh, I come into contact with and uh, the unprofessional ones that uh, don't know how to respect women. They need kicked in the balls by a Jessica Simpson type That's because, uh, you know, I guess uh, you should treat every woman as though they were your daughter. And uh, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, we need to clean that up in the show cattle deal. Uh, we're, we're definitely not uh, we're definitely not woke and we definitely uh, like the I mean, there's a lot of things I can say here because I'm probably a little bit more political than some folks. But uh, we definitely respect the bond between a man and woman. And we're not uh, into this new woke agenda. But uh, just in terms of respecting females. Uh, yeah, it is what it is. I appreciate you visiting about it in brief. and. Uh, I just, my challenge to the industry would be to all you males, do better. Uh, I know there's a lot of you that probably do good, but there's a few of you that don't. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. We need to uh, make this show cattle uh, fun for all ages, all sexes. And, uh, yeah, I think that's yeah. about all that needs to be said. It's a it's a family thing, and I think it needs to stay that way. I will say though, honestly, to, honest to God, I've had more issue with someone questioning my ability rather than sexualizing me. So I do appreciate that. I mean, I don't appreciate being questioned, but I appreciate, you know, the level of respect that I hold myself at. That yeah, that's I, good. I, I I can believe that. Uh, nice young looking girls sometimes will uh, be sexualized, but uh, yeah, I I could see the hurdle of. Uh, earning people's respect in terms of being able to show up there in Louisville and and get one right by yourself. It didn't surprise me that you got that one right. It may have surprised those people that were watching you fit. The spectators uh, that were there uh, helping, you know, the families and stuff that were there helping us that day. So mm -hmm. you, uh, you've done well. And we're going to end this podcast like this. There's a special little story from Denver... The year that uh, Blue Goose and Three Oak were on display. What year was that? 2019? That was 2019. We called it Snowmageddon. So Jessica Simpson was uh, helping us prepare bulls for display. And uh, it was, I don't know, maybe six or seven inch snow. One of them Denver years that uh, the snow was coming down like the Dickens. We had to actually lead the bulls up to display with uh, portable tents over the top of them so they didn't get a bunch of snow on them. And then we stationed those tents above their displays so they could be on display without having a foot of snow on their backs. So uh, I guess in the stalls at 2019 National Western Stock Show, a little boy named Gar Simpson and a little girl by the name of Jessica Imbach proposed for marriage and the rest, as they say, is history. How about that? That's right. It was incredible. It was honestly a dream come true. I got to fit Denver Bulls and led the bull up to the stall. Even though I was getting yelled at because I was dirty and I needed to take <laughs> my snow pants off and I didn't understand why because I've never been worried about being dirty. <laughs> I led the bull to the stall and there was my man on his knee. Oh. Oh, I mean, I know this is all audio, but I've got just a little freckle of moisture in my right eye. I, I think some dust just flew into the car. <laughs> it was so anyways. 
And I appreciate you helping him with that. It was it was pretty awesome. My whole family flew in to see it. His whole family flew in to see it. It was good times. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, once you hit the big time in Texas, you already are big time in Indiana. But once you hit the big time in Texas, don't forget about all of your Yankee friends from the Iowa. <laughs> yeah, I won't. I'll be back to see you. You betcha. All right. Have a very good night, Jessica. We'll be in touch. Thanks, Matt. You too.